You are listening to the podcast, How They Love Mary, a podcast that I hope will either be the beginning or the deepening of your Marian devotion. Today's episode of How They Love Mary is brought to you by Monk's Bread. It's that time of year again. The air gets a little crisper, leaves change color, and the aromas of pumpkin and cinnamon treats fill the air. It's the perfect time to try a loaf of the world-famous Monk's Bread. Their raisin cinnamon, maple cinnamon, or seasonal pumpkin spice bread are delicious treats for the whole family. Made fresh in their western New York bakery by Catholic monks, Monk's Bread comes in eight delicious varieties and ships right to your front door. And they do more than just bread. Enjoy their famous biscotti, fruitcake, jams, and more. Every sale of delicious monastery-prepared products helps to support the monks of the Abbey of the Jeunesse in their ministry of prayer and hospitality. If you enter the discount code MARY23, so M-A-R-Y-23, at checkout, you'll save 10% on your entire order at monksbread.com. Support a great cause while enjoying world-famous Monk's Bread. Order today at monksbread.com. That's monksbread.com. A few months ago, I became aware of kind of this prayer group, you could say. It's a virtual prayer group. Uh, one of my friends, Alexis Walkenstein, uh, alerted me to it. And essentially, they pray for Hollywood. And I've done a lot of different interviews with different movie producers, interviewing talent for different films. So I have a great passion for film and the film industry. And when I heard about it, I thought, well, that's something I could get behind. That's something I want to be a part of. And, uh, and so I reached out and was able to join. And today I'm very happy to be bringing the two founders, really, of Mary's Hollywood uh, together on this podcast to share a little bit about this apostolate. And maybe if you're interested, you could also join in on these prayers and just to hear about the work that they're doing uh, in the industry. So uh, today I'm very fortunate to be having Michael Forbes and Dave Schaefer join me. So thanks to both of you for your willingness to come on and uh, for doing what you do. Thank you. Honored to be with you, Father Everett. Thank you for everything you're doing as well. Thank you, Father. So the two of you obviously have been friends. You're working together to do this. And so what's the story of your friendship and how this all came to be? Well, to make a, a beautiful long story uh, brief, uh, Michael and I met in seminary many years ago, 86 to 91. We both discerned not to become ordained a priest. Uh, we finished our formation for priesthood at St. John's Seminary in Camarillo. And soon after that, uh, Michael uh, met and fell in love with Jane, and they married. I, a year later, met Sandy, and we married a few years after that. We both raised uh, a beautiful families. We both sort of lost touch with each other for uh, 20 years or so. We had Christmas cards going back and forth. But we were such good friends in seminary that something tragic happened in Michael's life about five and a half years ago. Jane, his beautiful wife, uh, with their beautiful young adult children now, suddenly passed away. Um, and Michael was left completely alone in grief. His children were all away in college in their careers. And uh, he was alone uh, without Jane. And he reached out to several people, including myself. We ended up having a chance to grieve together. And our friendship was com uh, completely restored within seconds. And Michael is such a prayer warrior that he he, uh, he thought, you know what, David, I know you, you love to pray as well. Can we start praying for the culture at large? And so we began doing that. It became praying for the transformation of Hollywood within a few weeks. 
We did that together with a few family members and a couple of priest friends via phone for about, I don't know, six months. And then Michael thought, let's bring this out to the production companies within Hollywood itself, the Catholic production companies, and see if they're interested. He reached out to Family Theater Productions. And Tony Sands was the person we sat down to lunch with. He loved what we were doing. And he thought, let me connect with you with other people. And so about a year and a half ago, this went from a phone call with maybe 15 people to a Zoom call, um, which it is to this day which now has over 400 people on our email chain. We end up with anywhere from 40 to 80 people who come to each rosary, Holy Rosary, Monday evening and Thursday morning. Uh, people from within Hollywood and, and mothers and fathers and people in the culture who just want to see the transformation of the souls and the products of Hollywood. So it's been this beautiful gift from Our Lady to all of us. And Michael and I are just, as Father Patrick Payton would say, we're just mules trying to carry Our Lady and Our Lord to the world. Uh, we are nothing uh, except for people who are trying to pray our way uh, to his grace and from his grace to, uh, to help transform the next person in this uh, in, in our culture. So well, that's very beautiful. And to see how, you know, an event in one's life brings you back together and you're praying together and uh, now really creating a movement of prayer uh, within Hollywood and the industry. So you actually have, Dave, behind you, Mary in front of Hollywood. You call this apostolate Mary's Town. So what's the story behind the name? Michael, I'll let you go into that. Well, the history of uh, the city of Los Angeles, as it's known today, can be um, only understood if we understand the work of Franciscan communities as they were under Father Sarah building um, missions all up and down the um, California coast. Once they had established the San Gabriel mission uh, in, the, in the town of San Gabriel, uh, it was quickly determined that they were going to need a town constructor that would take all of the supplies from the San Pedro Harbor and position them in such a way logistically so that further work could be done for the proposed um, missions to be built eventually in the San Fernando Mission and others like that. And so one day, literally 40 people from the San Gabriel Mission walked from there to a little riverbed in the town of what we know as Los Angeles today. And they decided to give it a name. And they looked at the Brittany of Loretta, which they were most familiar with. And they decided, let's choose Nuestra Señora La Reina de Los Angeles, which means Our Lady, Queen of the Indians. So the city of Los Angeles has always from its inception, been named after Mary, the mother of God, who happens to be queen of the angels. That was the intent of the Franciscans. And it's been lost subsequently. Today, there's the Los Angeles Dodgers, there's the Los Angeles Rams, there's the Los Angeles everything. But it's really the Mary's Ram, the Mary's Dodgers. It was all truncated. Today it's only known as the Angels or Los Angeles. So we decided to let's get back in touch with the original intentions 
of the Franciscans and naming this emerging town, which is now iconic worldwide. Name it after, rename it after Mary. Name our, our rosary group after Mary. Name our production company after Mary. And so we call it Mary's Town. Well, that's very beautiful. And uh, especially because you want to pray for Hollywood. And uh, I want to know, too, uh, what is your connection to the film industry, Hollywood, and the desire to pray for good films? Michael? I could take that. I was, my mother went to Hollywood High School way back in the 30s, the 1930s. Many of her friends, in fact, everyone in the school was prepped on the side or directly for work in the Hollywood industry. There were, there were like 30 or 40 production companies back then. My mother was a great dancer, not necessarily because she had an interest in dancing, but it was a requirement of her gym class. A lot of her friends were famous people or would become famous people, like Judy Garland or Mickey Rooney or on and on and on. She lived in, in Hollywood. And back then, Hollywood was also known as the Oberammergau of the West. Every year, they would have passion plays uh, in, the, uh, in the, the famous theater and the whole town would shut down. And Catholics as well as joining Christians would go to these passion plays and observe them. It was the ethos of the time. Even if a lot of the films weren't necessarily Christian or Catholic at all, all the people back then, all the workers, all the people that grew up there, paid respects for their roots and their spiritual backgrounds. So years after year, you know, my mother, as I was growing up, would tell me about these stories, these wonderful people and what became of them. I'd go visit my grandmother who lived in Hollywood and we would walk Broadway or uh, Hollywood Boulevard, Sunset Boulevard, we'd go down the Walk of Fame and she'd point out, oh, I knew this person, or I knew that person. So it became endearing. My, my aunts and uncles were, grew up in that area as well. So I heard it in my own family lore for many years. So that's my connection. My connection is that I've always loved film. Um, and I've always been uh, someone who loves to analyze and critique uh, anything that comes out, film and music. I also have good friends within the industry. I don't need to mention their names, but uh, so I've, I've been surrounded by that through my adult life, especially. And so this was a natural movement for me with Michael. Um, again, our first and foremost, we're, we're here to pray for our own souls first and then for the souls of anyone in Hollywood who needs God's grace uh, to sort of transform their life. Um, and then from that, marriage just put us in great connection with people within Hollywood, from directors and producers to stunt people and great people. It's really amazing. So, If someone was to join the prayer group, maybe come to one of the Monday night sessions or the Thursday sessions, what could they expect? Well, they would expect uh, to pray the Holy Rosary. Uh, we know, they'll know that it's 45 minutes long. It, uh, it has uh, the Blessed Sacrament present to us via Zoom, coming from somewhere in the world. We always try and find a different location. And uh, of course, the five decades of the style for mystery, we choose the style for mystery because there's so much pain and suffering within Hollywood 
so many lost people and lost souls that we want to pray for the, the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus who became sin so that we might become the righteousness of God, as St. Paul says in 2 Corinthians. We want that sort of that grace to come through in the, the darkness that is within Hollywood so that his light will, will come through. And then um, we have phenomenal singers from the industry who, who sing the Ave Maria and the Salve Regina to, to sandwich our, our Holy Rosary at the beginning and the end. We pray portions of the Loretto, Litany of Loretto every, every uh, time we pray. And, uh, um, and it's just a very beautiful gathering for 45 minutes. It's, uh, it's taken a year or so to, to, to create this Holy Rosary and construct it. And we, we do so with great discernment and prayer. And I, we think it's a beautiful offering to our Lord. So, And then one of the other features of the Thursday, and now I see two kind of on Mondays as well, is that you bring in someone to give a talk and to share something. And so sometimes it's people in the film industry. So uh, I remember when the movie Nefarious came out, you had uh, the people behind Nefarious. Uh, there's been others who uh, were working with different projects or are actors or actresses, whatever. So uh, how do you find these people and uh, why do you uh, have them give a little presentation? We started the speaker series as a way with my doctorate in education. It, it was easy to me. Dave and I, when we were at the seminary, also used to bring in speakers to the seminary just to get alternative views and understandings that would collect that would inform, but also empower, strengthen, and motivate uh, those that were joining us. It was a way of rewarding them for the, their, their efforts to, to be a part of the Holy Rosary, but also to strengthen them with insights and connectivity. So all of our speakers have been about that, that purpose, but we've had so many that address so many different issues. And to answer your question, we find them because people know people. And we ask them afterwards, do you know of some people that we might be interested in them bringing aboard? And they, they join us readily. And we want to talk about the, uh, so many things. Oftentimes, uh, the spiritual aspects or the satanic aspects of what's going on in Hollywood and or uh, their works. Uh, either to take on Hollywood uh, directly, overtly, or through their films that uh, use other approaches to that still have Catholic meaning or can be found in the films. And then the third part is to expanding, you know, the vision that we don't necessarily have to keep doing films exclusively in the formats and the subjects at hand that there's tragedies all over the world, that there's 25 nations in the world, that to be Catholic is to wonder if you're gonna be living the next day. Think of Nigeria where over 5,000 people each year are murdered simply because they're Catholic. Those are stories that need to be written. Those are future films that need to be celebrated worldwide. And that's a greater, stronger, more meaningful purpose that we can begin to share and are sharing uh, through our speaker series. They've been well received. Many more plan. We find the speakers are more than willing to get involved. They understand what we're doing immediately. And so we're, we're really in this process of networking like crazy all over the world. 
Well, that's, uh, you know, one of the things that I really was moved by was when you had Sister Dee Dee Byrne on. And so she kind of was very popular uh, because of kind of some of the statements she's made, people she's aligned herself with. Uh, Her brother is also a bishop. But she shared really this clip or this documentary of how one of her sisters and her religious congregation was pretty much euthanized right under their eyes. And that was a very powerful, like, not not powerful, like I was moved to, to that point of view, but powerful in that I never would have imagined something like that could have happened. And so it was very eye-opening to me. Thank you. Well, for David by myself, and uh, we learned about her through our associate in Canada, who had who had run across the story and put us in touch with her. Um, the story is all about the rise, the hearty, the directional, the highly motivated rise of youth in Asia initiatives, not only in Canada where it's well established, but now in the United States using existing euthanasia laws, that woman was essentially murdered. She was killed against her will. We we all three of us saw the video clip. She was pointing out what they were doing to her. She was president of mind. She stated again and again, she did not want to die. But for one reason or another, those in charge, based on the evidence at hand, chose to euthanize her or kill her anyway. What's the miracle here of several is the fact that Sister Didi was able to bring cameras in there and actually videotape everything that was happening. So she's now in the process diligently of putting together a documentary on something that really all Catholics worldwide should actually know about today. Father Edward, if I may, may, Father Edward. So again, what we do is we bring in speakers from the media and entertainment world, but we also bring in a bevy of pro-life speakers, people who are fighting for life uh, to be educated, but also for the people within Hollywood to see this is a story that needs to be told on the larger scale. And as Michael had pointed out, we have a person named Edward Clancy, and Michael can speak more about this, who uh, is on, he's funding aid to the church in need. So there these 25 countries throughout the world who are in desperate need of help because they're being persecuted or even murdered by uh, other nations or other peoples in their culture, these Catholics who are being uh, suffocated by the culture they live in, they, they send aid to these 25 different nations. And he reports twice a month, almost like a news report of what's what the hot spots in the world where this tragedy is going on. So anyone who comes to our speaker series and our Holy Rosary, gets a 15-minute announcement time where we are actually updated on things happening worldwide that need to be prayed for, and maybe things can be done to, to bring this very underreported reality to life through through some creative within our, our group who might be able to put this to the fore and, and create something beautiful for the world that needs to be seen. So, uh, One of the objectives of Mary's Hollywood is obviously to pray for the conversion of Hollywood, to pray for the success of beautiful films that are being made with good and sincere messages. And obviously when you bring people together, when they pray together, there's great efficacy in that. St. Louis de Montfort talks about this, that when you pray the rosary collectively with 50 people, for example, 
you gain the graces of 50 rosaries from being prayed. Uh, and so obviously grace is being poured out. I'm wondering what are some of the fruits that you guys have witnessed through this apostolate already uh, that, that has been going on for a year or a little more than that? Well, to answer that, I would like to just backtrack a little bit and talk a little bit more about the issues that are facing Hollywood. Since you're asking, I, I think now it's timely to get this out there. Um, the idea of, of dealing with something in our own backyard is really the driver. This is bad news, and it's right next door to where Dave and I live. Essentially, there are over a thousand cities throughout the world that have more than a million people living there. And therefore, each one has its own emerging media enterprises, reach, projects, and influence. But Hollywood is different, way different. Hollywood has its gigantic history of sustained influence globally and sustains its iconic status all over the earth to this day. Therefore, what Hollywood is doing matters day by day, year after year, a great deal. And it's in our very backyard. Specifically, two things. What are the needs of Hollywood today? The people there. Like many media centers all over the world, Hollywood is a definitive global icon of filmmaking. It is the ultimate trendsetter, trendsetter, good or bad, but mostly bad today. Millions of people from all over the world visit Hollywood each year, seeking elements of glamour, and the mystique of famous streets, such as Sunset, Hollywood Boulevard, Santa Monica Boulevard, Melrose, Vine, Highland, Western, and several others, as well as tours of the major studios. But it's really the antithesis of Medjugorje for those who've had a chance to be there, a blessed town in Europe. This is what we find in a closer look. Homelessness is everywhere. Human trafficking is everywhere bars, comedy clubs, gay bars, the psychotic, abortion clinics, marijuana dispensaries, gentlemen's clubs, otherwise known as human trafficking centers, glamorized, satanic worshiping, cults, and Scientology, divorced people, criminals and crime, and of course, hotels, motels, and Airbnbs, which are the vehicles when everyone looks the other way for much of this that happens. An even closer look, though, reveals that there are addictions. There are addictions to sex, perverted sex, cell phones, gaming, gambling, pain relief drugs, drugs of all kinds, alcohol, addictions to food, certainly to glamour, to possessions, and to films of horror. So Hollywood is, in a sense, the reincarnation of Sodom and Gomorrah. In fact, it is far worse. But here's the thing. So are a lot of towns all over the world that have media enterprises in any of those thousands. What makes it so different is that the major motion film industry Billions upon billions of dollars with billionaire investors passing money and gaining influence, driving social engineering agendas. 
owning substantial shares of Paramount, Warner Brothers, Disney, Universal Studios, Sony Studios, MGM, as well as the porn industry prevalent throughout Southern California, the industries of television, recording industry, radio, cable, internet, open air concerts, clubs, the remaining paper medias, social media, billboards, independent films, TikTok, Instagram, Netflix. It's their messaging to these people living with these addictions in this town who actually some of them work for people in this town. Their films oftentimes encourage despair and death. Most of these media outlets in Hollywood have a surreal, perverted spin that most definitely permeate the local culture and the millions of visitors experiencing this perversion each year or observing it with the multitude of media devices proliferating everywhere. If you question my opinion, just ask moms and dads throughout the world today who are trying to raise their children when they're, they're absorbing all of these counter family messages coming out of primarily Hollywood and these industries. So all of this sinful, profoundly negative behavior is actually in their minds, good. Satan worship is fabulous. In a sense, go for it. Enjoy the perversity of it all. And ultimately all of this is a direct attack on human families from conception to one's last breath on earth. Hollywood is Satan's playpen and his work is a direct sustained attack on the Roman Catholic church and all of its billion plus people, as well as all families of the world. And this is what we see. And this is what Mary's town is choosing to respond to. And as you as we pray for this, um in the in the group, I guess, are people doing hands-on work kind of to to counteract these things? Or well, what would be some of the, the positive or the, the fruit, I guess, from the prayer that we all have together? Several things. I think I may have mentioned this before, but we do uh, Hollywood safaris where we bring the Holy Rosary to these iconic places within Hollywood and the surrounding cities. Um, and we pray for each soul that is working within there for a release of, of uh, graces to go upon them and for, for the, the bind of, of Satan's deception to take uh, to take flight. We pray for the productions that come from there. Um, so we have several people each time that go into Hollywood once a month and do this. We go again to five or seven different places each time. We also have such incredible connections taking place that, as I said before, there are many people who are coming together to create greater projects. We want to do something that Joseph Piper said. We want to create masterpieces of art and film and literature, music that are recreated brings of brings us times of awe and wonder self-discovery and depth we want movies and anything that's created to to move towards the light of god and to take us away from whatever indifference uh, uh hollywood is currently putting us into and so the sloth will be turned into salvation um that's that's our whole goal and our whole from beginning to end we are here to pray to pray that our Blessed Mother will lead us um, and, and to help us 
know what connections to make and how to discern what to do with that. And oftentimes, Michael and I are just completely thankfully surprised at whatever's going on because we're just putting in some sweat and our Lord is, is making that sweet offerings to, to, to heaven. So um, that's, all, that's, that's, that's all we're doing. And I'm wondering too then, so as everybody comes together to pray, now, how is it someone could join? Is this open to anyone? Do you have to have some sort of media connection? Uh, what, what are the parameters of joining the prayer group? Well, an appreciation for the rosary, for sure. Any Catholic worldwide that has any concern for what is happening to their family and is and wants to pray with us anywhere on the earth, thanks to the new technology, all of this is possible. We have people from the Philippines, Tanzania, France, England, Mexico, Brazil, Bosnia, Herzegovina, Spain, 35 states in the USA joining us today. All of them are, are invited to join us. And we welcome them. We love to pray the rosary in multiple languages, and that's expanding. It's nothing more technologically, all we need is their email address, and then we can send them a Zoom invitation. And they, they'll be, they will do a masterful job of integrating them into our rosary right from the get go. And as they get to know us more and more, oftentimes those who join us are also asked to be a speaker and share their insights from their point of view, whatever town they live in, how Hollywood is, you know, impacting their family or how the media in their town is parroting what Hollywood is saying is, is good, which is oftentimes perverted. And they would just sign up through your website. Is that how somebody would go about expressing their interest? Yes, yeah, the, the, easiest, the easiest way we don't give out our email address uh, to strangers, but we on our website, uh, marystownproductions.com, uh, they will see a phone number and they will call us. Someone will be there to answer and we will take down an email address if they would like to join us. Uh, they are welcome and they will come aboard. One thing we want to do is keep the confidentiality of this group so that, that people aren't just exposed to anyone out there. People within Hollywood or just anyone in general want to keep that sort of secluded sense of safety. And so even our speakers, we don't videotape our speaker series. Uh, it, it happens for that hour and a half while they speak. It's a live uh, studio audience. The Q&A is, is phenomenal. But then at the end of that, we don't have a remnant of that waiting. Michael and I, one of the things we haven't dreamed of in the future, hopefully next year, we'll begin having podcasts similar to this one. We will take some of the more vibrant speakers we've had over the last year and a half and invite them back to do a podcast such as this to talk about their journey and their influence within Hollywood as a Catholic Christian. Well, that would be wonderful. I know that would be a podcast that I would subscribe to, so I'd Love to watch and listen to that. And uh, what time do you guys pray the rosary at? Um, I know for me, I'm on Central Time, but of course, since it's praying for Hollywood and you're California-based, we we reference it in Pacific Time. So uh, what are the times for the prayer group? Thursday mornings from 9.30 to 10.15, the Holy Rosary is prayed. 
um, PST. And then we have announcements for 10 or 15 minutes. And then the speaker speaks from 10.30 to 11.45, sometimes till noon. And then on Monday evenings, we do the same thing. The rosary is 45 minutes from 7 to 7.45 with announcements for 15 minutes. The speaker speaks from 8 to 9.15 or 9.30. So. And uh, so head on over to the website if this is something that you're interested in. I know it's something that I've found to be really life-giving, uh, just being able to sign on. Uh, admittedly, I haven't been on the past few weeks just because my pastoral responsibilities uh, lie elsewhere at that time. Sometimes it might even include recess duty, which you would think maybe joining the prayer group is better, but uh, but uh, I had to step in when uh, the principal was out or whatever. So anyways, uh, I really enjoy it. And maybe some of the listeners here today that this will be something they will want to be a part of and want to start praying with all of us and to pray, especially for that intention of Hollywood. And maybe you can't join at the specific time, but you can at least begin maybe adding that petition as you pray the rosary or when you pray petitionary prayer, just to pray for the conversion of Hollywood. And so that we'll see that conversion take place and Hollywood will produce these godless or these Hollywood will produce these godly films instead of godless films that they'll honor the name of God. That's one of the things uh, that really strikes me is just how often the name of Jesus is taken in vain, how often the F-bomb is dropped in television shows like on Apple TV or on, you know, any any movie for that matter. So uh, we really need wholesome content, and that's what we're really praying for, too. Father, I just want to remind your listeners that you will be speaking this Thursday to our Hollywood uh, uh, community here at Marystown. Unfortunately, I think we will be, this podcast will be on after you speak, but uh, we are very thankful that you'll be our, actually our very next speaker. So uh, we're blessed to have you this Thursday. I can't yeah, wait. look forward to that. So yeah, I hope to share uh, just about how people have loved Mary in the industry and how they've inspired me. And that's my intention. So kind of based off my book, How They Love Mary, this podcast, How They Love Mary. So yeah, well, thanks so much to the two of you for the great work you're doing to promote Marian devotion, to gather people to pray the rosary, especially for a common intention and a common purpose. Uh, may your good work be rewarded. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, very much. Thank you. Bless you.